0: Welcome to the High Performance CEO Podcast. This show is made with one purpose, to help you create a self-driven and engaged high performance organization, where we deliver you proven strategies and expert interviews on how to drive significant profit growth, create a stress-free ownership culture, and give you the time freedom you always wanted from your business. And now, here's your host, highly sought after business growth strategist and executive coach, Patrick Rogers. This is Patrick Rogers, and today we have the privilege to have Nikki Blue on the show. And Nikki is the CEO of E Circle Academy. Welcome to the show, Nikki.
1: Patrick, brother, thanks for having me on the show. It is an honor to be here. Let's get after it. Awesome,
0: man. Oh, I love the energy. So, a little bit about Nikki. He is a number one international best-selling author of the book "Finish Line Thinking: How to Think and Win Like a Champion." Uh, also, the Thought Leader's Journey, A Fable of Life, and the Power of Connecting: How to Activate profitable relationships by serving your network. He's an in-demand, highly inspirational speaker to corporate audiences such as RBC, Lululemon, Royal LePage, and Torstar Media. He's an advisor and confidant to some of the most successful and dynamic entrepreneurs in Canada. He's a founder of ECircle circle Academy. I know we're going to dive into that today, where he runs a year-long mastermind and educational program, working with coaches, consultants, corporate trainers, uh, clinic owners, realtors, mortgage brokers, and, and a number of other service-based entrepreneurs, really positioning them as authorities and thought leaders in their niche. He's the creator of the thought leader uh, and heart leader uh, designation. He's also the host of the number one podcast in the world, on thought leadership it's called the thought leader revolution and uh Nikki has interviewed over 300 of the world's top thought leaders so uh, Nikki f- fantastic to have you on the show man i can't wait to dive into everything before we do what's one interesting fact about yourself that not many people know
1: i am an avid knife collector really? i have over 110 knives i'll show you one of my favorites in the collection this is a custom-made piece made by Greg Lightfoot. Oh, uh,
0: oh, that's Alberta. beautiful!
1: Yeah, yeah, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? I, I'm, I'm a knife nut, man. They're, they're just spectacular. I, I, I think that everybody should own a knife. I, in particular, think every man should own a knife. So there you go.
0: Uh, awesome. Uh, yes. Uh, and that that knife there, it's interesting, right? That how they're made. They actually. They actually fold the metal over a number of times on each other to make that kind of pattern. Is that right?
1: That's Damascus steel. Yes. Damascus that's, steel. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how they do it. It takes a long time. It's not uh, easy. It's uh, also not cheap. <laughs>
0: no, they're not cheap. I I always no. want to get one. I've, I always say I'm going to get one at some point. I haven't yet, but yeah, they're, they're we'll, gorgeous. We'll, we'll
1: talk, we'll talk offline. I'll be your okay. knife knife collection advisor, brother. Right, there Warren, <laughs> six years ago, I had not owned a knife as an adult and oh. now I'm 110 knives deep. It becomes habit forming brother. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, I'm an avid elk hunter, so I have lots of knives, but I just don't have like the, you know, nice ones. I just have ones that cut pretty good.
1: this one cuts brother every single one of these every one of my knives is a usable knife that's the number one criteria i have for collecting that puppy works but you know it's meant to be a collector's piece and uh once you buy a couple of nice ones all i'm saying is be forewarned it's habit forming. (laughs) awesome awesome well cool man so so tell us
0: about your journey and and tell us about the you know you're you're the leader in the thought leadership
1: space tell us tell us about everything man how'd you get here That's a great question. So I'm actually originally an immigrant from the Middle East. I'm a Christian from Iran. When I was 11 years old, the Islamic revolution took place in Iran. And um, my late father, God rest his soul, he could see the writing on the wall that this was not going to be a place for him to raise his Christian family going forward. So he actually made a plan with my mother. And he got us out of Iran, and he settled us eventually where I now live, which is in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Got it. And at the time, I was eleven. You know, I didn't want to leave my home or my friends. Of course, yeah, yeah. Looking back now, brother, my father, what he did for me was incredible. What he did for our family, he changed the trajectory of our family's legacy from tyranny to freedom. And as a result, I have become the biggest champion for freedom that there ever was or ever will be i believe in freedom wholeheartedly i believe in free expression i believe in free enterprise and to me everyone who gets into business needs to understand that freedom is the bedrock foundation for Mm. you to be able to do your business without freedom you would not be allowed to go out and to make your dreams come true that's why i so strongly oppose these forces of darkness in governments Mm. right now in the west that are attempting to stifle our freedoms, that are saying stupid, crazy things like, oh, that's disinformation. Well, what? Disinformation is any opinion you don't agree with? No, Mm -hmm. sir, that dog won't hunt. That's why we have something called the First Amendment. Freedom of expression is very, very important. And without that, you can't have free enterprise. And without free enterprise, there is no business. And so so I believe that entrepreneurs are society's greatest heroes. My late father was an entrepreneur And we believe, he believed and I believe that every man and woman with a dream is the person that's gonna make our world a better place. They are gonna create jobs for the needful. They're gonna create wealth for themselves and their family and they're gonna create innovations. They're gonna make everybody's lives better. That Mm. is the power of entrepreneurship and entrepreneurs are the people that I seek to serve with what I do. So freedom is the bedrock of my philosophy entrepreneurs are the men and women that I stand for and fight for. And thought leadership is my special secret sauce of how I help these folks take that incredible innate knowledge that they have, turn it into powerful messaging, powerful stories Mm. that they can Mm. take out there into the world and get people to listen to them and go, wow, Mm. I want to hear what this man has to say. I want to bring in this woman's uh, uh content into my sphere. I want to buy from them. I want to work for them. I want to invest in their companies. I want as a media person to interview them because that's what thought leadership does for the entrepreneur. It helps them take a tragic business and turn it into a magic business.
0: Absolutely, man. I, I, I can't agree with you more. I, I love it. I love what you're doing, man.
1: I appreciate it, brother. God bless you. Thanks for saying that. It means a lot.
0: Yeah, so so, so where does a, a CEO uh, who's, you know, let's say you just, you got a company, you've been growing for a few years, you're at 5 million, 10 million, whatever, but you're not the thought leader in the industry. You've got a good book of business, you're gaining clients, maybe you're 10, 15, whatever that is.
1: How do you become that thought leader? Well, the first thing that you really need to do is you need to understand why thought leadership matters in this day and age, yeah. right? Okay. Because if it doesn't matter, if it, if the why is not burning hot, the how won't matter. So someone's got to sure. buy in that this is the way. So I'll tell you a little story from my life recently. I used to be one of the top Fitness trainers in North America. I work with Olympic gold medal athletes. You what? know, I worked with, yeah, straight up, man. I worked with awesome. billionaire awesome. business owners. Like I, I had a brand called the CEO health coach. I was the shit, right? And then I stopped and <laughs> Love I the humility, being, man. <laughs> yeah, no, but but honestly, man, it's like true. listen. Humilities. I'm all for being humble, but you got to speak yeah. the truth about where That's where right, you're man, at. You, what you got. Who you false That's modesty right. is a sin. God believes false modesty is a sin. And let's there be honest. I are. was good at what I did, and I made a pivot into business, business coaching, and into the type of work that I do now. Yeah. And for about a dozen years, every year, I gained one to five pounds because in my mind, I kind of. Sw- I flipped the switch. Hey, I don't need to be quite so strict, quite so whatever. Mm. February, and, and for the last several years in my annual goals, I'd written that I'm going to get back into this shape and this weight, but every year I gain weight.
0: You didn't. Yeah.
1: February 7th, 2023, I look at myself in the mirror and I see this fat, flabby belly. Man. And I weighed 227 pounds on mm. a 511 and a half frame. Now, I man. worked out, but I was fat. Yeah. And I, I, I looked at myself and I yeah. said, you know what? You keep telling yourself that you could change this anytime. Yeah. but you, you can't and you're not. And you keep you're telling yourself, it. you've got the knowledge. You've yeah. been one of the top trainers in Canada and in North America, but you're not anymore. Mm-hmm. You're just this fat flabby, you know what? Mm-hmm. And I just looked at myself and I said, I'm going to turn this around. And I'm clear that I need help. So I hired a coach. So, you know, it's one of the things you need to do is I hired this man who was an IFBB pro bodybuilder and had helped thousands of people and he'd help people my age cuz I'm 55. Yeah. And I saw a photo of a man older than me, fatter than me, who he turned into somebody who could go on stage and look incredible right, on stage. Right, right. He's proven. So I called him, I called him up and I and 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 um I said, "Hey, um I have only two questions for you." I'm 55. Will this work for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can turn me into from this, who I am now to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, great. I'm in. Let's go. I did not ask him what his fee was. Mm -hmm. I I, I did ask him how long it would take. Mm -hmm. But he said, yep. And then I said, and what's the fee? And it wasn't like, what's the fee? I might not do it. It was like, what's the fee? Just by the way. Because I was in. I gave my word that I'm in. I did not conditionally give my word. This is important for you to understand. If you're a man, especially, but if you're in business and you give your word and you go back on your word, shame on you. Mm -hmm. That completely destroys everything that you are, all that you stand for in the world. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, boom. He gave me the fee. Great. My lady uh, found that I was doing this, said, can I join you? I said, you got a couple's thing, couple's rate. He goes, yep. So between Feb 7th and today, and we're not done yet, I went from 227 to 190. Wow, man, so this is recent to 190. Congratulations! 227 brother. to 190, yeah. and I'm going down to 183. That's our target, right? Okay. And why did that happen? Well, for 12 years, I got fatter every year. I made a decision. The first, mm-hmm. the first quality of the successful is they make a decision. This shall be, what does decision mean? It means kill off the alternative, right? What are other words with with side in it? Decide, homicide, suicide, genocide, kill off the alternative, this shall be. Then the second thing that I said was I need a coach. You must invest in yourself. You must invest in what is the most important asset in your business? Patrick, what is it? It's not your plan. It's not your machinery. It's you. It's you. You You better be getting better. You better be. If your business is worth 10 million and you want it to be worth a billion, your investment in you better be at least a million. Mm -hmm. At least. Because that million dollar investment is what's going to take you to a billion. So that's it. I hired a coach. Now, the third thing, I was coachable. This was very important because I had been a top trainer. I knew what I was doing. I made a decision that no matter what my coach told me, no matter what my previous knowledge or opinions were, I was just going to just nod my head and do it. You're just going to do it. And believe me, yeah. that was the biggest, most important part of this decision. It was surrendering to purpose. Now, if you're listening, this is what you want to write down. You got to surrender to purpose. Now for men, especially, I run a men's organization. We say to men, That freedom to a man is having no choice. You might go, what What do you mean? Freedom is having choice. No, it's not. Choice messes you up. Choice as a man has you just get distracted and have shiny object syndrome. You pick your purpose and then no choice. I gave myself no choice. I was going to do what this man said. You follow what I'm saying? This is important. So, if you're a thought leader and you're going, well, why is Nikki telling me all this story? Because if you want to be a thought leader, if you want to scale your business from 10 million, 15 million to a billion, 10 billion, 100 billion, the first thing you must say is, I am making a decision that that scaling is going to happen. I agree with Nikki that thought leadership is going to be the key driver of this. And I agree that I need to become, I need to go from knowing nothing about thought leadership to being a world class. Iconic renowned thought leader. That yeah. is step one. Without step one, we don't talk about any other steps. Yeah. You with me? Yeah. A man yeah. or a woman who cannot take step one and just says, Well, tell me how is wasting my time and I don't like my time being wasted. Nikki Baloo does not like his time being wasted. You have you to must flip be- that
0: switch and and, Done. and take your I won't even talk to you
1: yeah. if you haven't flipped that switch. Get out of my sight. Don't mess with me right? That's number one. Now, once you flip that switch and you are all in that this shall be, here's (laughs) the next thing we need to do. You already have, and I want you to write this down. I already have all the knowledge, all the expertise I will ever need to be seen as the thought leader, CEO of my space. This is very important because a lot of people think it's about learning new knowledge. Nope. It is not. All the knowledge is already within you. What it isn't is properly organized and thought out and presented.
0: To be presented in a certain way.
1: Yeah. Right. Does that make sense? What I'm telling you right now? It's already there. It's just not properly organized, thought out and presented. So what we need to do is first take a look at you the most important asset in your business and take a deep dive in you. And the work I do with CEOs, right? We have this workshop. It's a, it's, it's a two to three day workshop, depending on how we do it. And the first 60, 70% of it is a deep dive into you. If your life were a movie, what would be the title of your life story? We have Mm. got to get clear on that. And then we got to go into your life. And this, I'm telling you this in a minute, but this is a process that takes a good 15, 16 hours to do right. Okay. Cause yeah. we're not selling sizzle. We're selling, selling steak. steak. <laughs> we we got to hunt the animal. Yeah, man. we got to hunt uh-huh. the animal. The elk, yeah, yeah. you're an elk hunter, right? We've mm-hmm. got We've gotta. We've got to We've got to skin it. We've got to gut it. Yeah. We got to drain it. And then we've got to find the choice cuts and we've got to cut them. And then once we've cut, cut them the right way, we need to build the fire. We need to have the right, you know, uh, uh, cast Utensils, out brunch, yeah, man, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got to cook it perfect huh. so it's medium yeah. rare. And don't anybody mess with me and pretend that anything <laughs> other than medium <laughs> rare is how you're going to cook that stuff. I am 100% with, with you, me. man. It's, it's, man, it's communist. <laughs> right, it's communism, <laughs> God <damn> it! It's <laughs> communists need to be shot, is <laughs> the way right. I see it. Right, yeah. right. shot. And then... Then you got to stay. These sizzle sellers that go, come online and let's get your life story and let's put you on Instagram. And that's what's good. Oh, crap. Yeah. Nobody is going to trust you. You're going to look like these charlatans who just go on and and talk and have nothing valuable to add. Mm. We get all this out of you. And then once this is all done, then there are we're going to start doing videos. We're going to build IP. So this is some IP that I've developed. This is a methodology that I learned from a guy named Matt Church. It's a pink sheet. This is IP about to find out who your ideal client is. Look at who you've already worked with. The ideal client is one who is the intersection of who you got the best results for, who you enjoyed working with the most, and who was the easiest to transact with and paid you the best. Yeah. And this is a visual diagram. This is a metaphor. An ideal client is like your dream girl. She checks all the boxes and makes you giddy just to be with her. Or if you're a gal, your ideal client is your dream guy. He checks all the boxes and makes you giddy just to be with him. Then I've got some, some studies here, case studies, and I've got a literature review which backs up everything I say. This one sheet, which by the way, took me five minutes to do, uh-huh. but it took 10 years of knowledge to have right, what it right, takes to right. create it. Yeah. This is 15 videos. 15 videos we have you as a ceo create a hundred of these over the next two three years we have you shoot 1500 videos with your message then we take what we've created what we've done with you and we create a signature talk a podcast talk though not a stage talk you are going to be telling your stories with a signature talk. And that talk is going to help you attract customers Mm. and sales. A-level talent. A-level talent. Attract the world's best talent and inspire them to do their life's work. That's what we're going to do. And then we attract investors. Attract the world's most discerning investors and turn them into the most raving fans you've ever had. Attract... Kill all attrition and attract media, social media attention. Now, we do all of this for a CEO with a ten million dollar, fifteen million dollar, twenty million dollar company, and they they are bought in. This is a long game. This ain't yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to be a yeah, billion no, dollar company. Long, so, so it's, it's long interesting. Though. Let me I, finish I, I, the thought here and then yeah, yeah, go oh, ahead. That, well, I'm almost done. This is a three to five year game but we do this with you and you know eventually you launch a podcast you write books blah 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 as well yeah man we have taken your business and we have put it on steroids man yeah, i love it love it so so it's you know typically when
0: people think about going on uh, podcasts, right? You're going on podcasts to get clients that just, you know, the the mindset typically I'm going out there and it's interesting. You're the first thing that you brought up was you're attracting the best talent. So people to join your workforce and you're attracting investors and then social media. And maybe that gets to clients. It's interesting. Walk me through that because I didn't hear anything about clients. I'm sure you're going to get clients from it. It's going to help with all of that. But your first thing was no,
1: the first thing I said was you're actually going to increase sales and in clients. Because you oh, are. You absolutely are going to increase sales and in clients. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this is messaging. Like, let me give you an example. Okay. My favorite entrepreneur of all time is the late great Steve Jobs. And when Steve Jobs died, I cried. I followed his death. I watched the uh procession of his funeral all the people that had come and were weeping people who'd never met the man and were laying flowers and wreaths on his gravesite and were leaving handwritten notes and messages and online there were over two million messages on apple's website of Mm. condolence yeah now have you ever seen this happen for another ceo because i tell you Mm. i haven't why steve jobs was the biggest evangelist for apple that there ever was and people bought people bought from apple people would line up to go buy apple's products and they still do even though he's been dead for almost 12 years that man's brand that man's thought leadership was so powerful it's still lifting this company up
0: yeah
1: when was the last time apple was as innovative as it was when steve was around yeah. Well, it was once Steve was around. It hasn't been that innovative since, right? But yeah, totally that that emotional connection that people have with Apple was forged in their emotional connection with Steve Jobs. Are you with me? I yeah. I'm on a uh, I'm I'm on a I'm on a MacBook right now. Having this sure. conversation yep. with you, right? MacBook Pro. I, I'm on a Mac. I've yep. got my, Same here.
0: Same.
1: I've got my 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 iPhone 13 over here, um, and I'll tell you, brother. I'm not going to go change computers. I'm not going to go change phones. You know what I mean? Yeah. I am committed and invested. When you're a thought leader, the people that follow your work, they're right. going to become your customers. Right?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It, it, and it, you know, the point was that it's not going to increase sales and clients. The point was that I think it's something that, that a lot of CEOs don't necessarily correlate with going on podcasts. And it's another... Another benefit that I really just wanted to bring to light, in addition to sales and clients, I mean, you're getting you're going to attract the best talent by becoming that thought leader, becoming the person that when somebody thinks about this industry or that sector, they think about you as the CEO and your company, and you're attracting the best talent, you're attracting the investors and that social media attention. I just think that's, that's amazing that you brought that up. And it's a side benefit that that many times we don't think about when we're putting ourselves out there.
1: 1,000%, brother, 1,000%. And the thing is, to me, it's really important that somebody doesn't just go, okay, well, I'm just going to go on a bunch of podcasts to get a bunch of clients. That's not thought leadership, man. That's just somebody trying to have a mercenary relationship with yeah. the marketplace. Thought leadership is, I'm going to be useful and valuable. I'm going to be the kind of person that the marketplace is going to be attracted to and want to do business with. Yeah. You can't go out there and go, oh my God, that's my dream guy. That's my dream gal. I wish they were with me. You got to go out there and go, what kind of person would my dream guy or my dream gal want to date?
0: Yeah.
1: You know, back in the days when I was single. Right, right. That's I started off by I really I, I wish I could date her, but she'll never date me. And I and by the time I ended up being with a woman who I think is my dream gal right now, we've been together for you know 12 and a half years. I had focused on becoming the kind of man that she would want to be with. Mm. And if you're a a CEO, you've got to become the kind of thought leader that your market would want to listen to. Mm. You got to be valuable and useful, be Mm. useful, man. Be useful. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I mean, so, so, so many benefits by getting yourself out there. Now, do you, do you, You had said specifically for for podcasting, but not for stages. Do you think that uh, CEOs in in preparing and becoming a thought leader in today's day and age, do we not need to think about going out there and being on stages and talking in front of people?
1: You do, but to go and do a stage talk, Mm -hmm. if it's out of town, you're going to have to book a flight. You're going to have to fly there. You're Mm going to have to get a hotel. You're going to do your one hour talk. You're going to come back. That'll probably take a minimum of a day of your time to do one talk. Okay? Minimum of a day, minimum.
0: absolutely. Could, could,
1: ta- could take two, right? You do a podcast guest appearance, man, you show up five minutes before you want an hour and you're done as soon yeah. as you one one hour's up.
0: Or a virtual summit, whatever. They got a lot of virtual conferences right. going now,
1: right? Right. I'm not saying don't do in-person appearances. I'm just saying you better be very selective of which ones you do. Yeah. and which ones you don't
0: Very cool.
1: because you, if you're a ceo and you do a half a dozen to a dozen um, in-person talks a year that's a lot mm-hmm. but just imagine if you were on the right podcast you could do 50 to 100 of them in a year absolutely how much bigger is your reach going to be and most of those in-person appearances your appearance is there and then it's gone right okay. they're not recorded they're not put out there for most people, but on a podcast, that appearance is recorded mm. and it's there forever. Love it. Yeah. If you go right now into Spotify or iTunes and you type in Nikki Billu, uh-huh. oh, I'll show you my my two shows, right? Yeah. It'll also show you a whole bunch of the shows that I've been on. You'll just go through there and you'll go, damn, this dude's been on a lot of shows. Uh huh. Right. And the next thought that'll go through your head is, well, he can't suck too badly if all these people want him on their shows, right? <laughs> he's doing like, well. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, maybe it's maybe I should look into what he has to say. Yeah, He's and got that's something here. All you could ask for. Very cool. Today's clients are done with wanting to hear another freaking slick marketing pitch. They're mm-hmm. done with mm-hmm. that. They want to hear from a real person mm-hmm. who's mm-hmm. going to talk about something real. They're going to maybe tell you their backstory. They're going to tell you maybe what they need to do in order to understand what your products and your services help people with. Absolutely. They want to hear authenticity, right? And if you do that, they'll buy from you again and again and again and again. And if you don't, if you're just another slick pitcher, the next slick pitcher will You're be commoditized, man. You're you. commoditized. Exactly.
0: Yeah. hundred percent.
1: Yeah. hundred yeah. percent.
0: Awesome, Nikki. So uh, let me ask it if you were going to hire a CEO to take the reins for your company, I ask everybody on the show this question, what's the one book that you'd require he or she read before they take over for you to run your business?
1: Well, I'd have them read uh, Influence the Psychology of Persuasion by Robert Cialdini. He was recently a guest on my show. Love this book, yeah. man. Yeah, it's a great book he's got a newer version of it out actually i I should find it and show you but he's he's, like added 130 pages to it and a seventh principle of influence so if you get a chance go to my podcast the thought leader revolution he's he was there a month or two ago and that book will really make this ceo think about how they need to be more persuasive and that'll Mm -hmm. help them with their thought leadership and then i wrote a book called finish line thinking how to think and win like a champion. Cool. And uh, um this is the book. It's a very slim book. Yeah. But I it's used to, to work with point. Olympic gold medalists and a lot of billionaires and these are the champion mindset principles that I think everybody could benefit from. So I'd say read this, start wow. implementing these in your life.
0: Is that on Amazon? Yes, sir. Okay. Awesome. Very cool. Well, let me take a minute, Nikki, and summarize some of my key takeaways. Um, one is as a CEO, freedom needs to be the bedrock, right? You have to have the why. Why do I even care about being a thought leader? And freedom is the bedrock for you to be able to even even have this, this, be able to have your business, number one. Um, and, then, and then go into this why thought leadership matters. Right, And if you want to scale to a billion dollars, whatever you want to scale to, you have to make that decision. You have to make a decision to become the thought leader in your industry. And I think that's really important, Nikki, because so many CEOs don't really think about this. We just think, I've got this company, I'm doing this thing, we got a sales, we got a marketing company out there, but they don't think about themselves becoming that thought leader and, and, and why. And so that distinction, I think, is very, very important. And the second thing, which I thought was very powerful is... Once you make that decision, you have to accept and know and really own and believe that you already have the knowledge and expertise to be that thought leader in the space. It's just not—it's just not properly thought out. It's not properly organized and properly presented. Um, and then from there, really have to take a deep dive into yourself and and I know this is where you help the CEO specifically in a number of areas, but this is one of the first first you know how you actually start transitioning. you got and you do a deep dive into who you are as a person and 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 to become this thought leader and then you start making videos and start putting yourself out there and start putting your company out there. um I, 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 fantastic man. Let, let me ask Nikki, if there was one takeaway, as a CEO or an upcoming leader that that you would really want the audience to absorb from our time together today? What would that be, man?
1: Really take a deep dive into understanding what what is uh, thought leadership for a CEO and why you need to embrace it. If you listen to this episode and I made you think, I really need to look into this more and make a decision about whether or not I want to do this, I did my job. And honestly, it's my opinion that every CEO should embrace this. But at the very least, every CEO should deeply think about this and make a decision about whether they want to embrace it or not.
0: Awesome. Well, Nikki, if anybody listening to the show, any CEOs or leaders want to embrace it and would like to reach out to you to learn more about
1: that, what would be the next step for them to do that? So I have a calendar link. Um, It is... Uh, ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment cool. and in there um is a, a quick um a form that i have everybody fill out because yeah. you know i i want to uh, i want to have people answer it now um this form was originally created for um business consultants so wow. some of the numbers in the form may not make sense but the answers for the other questions do and then you just pick a time and y- you tell me you're on you heard me on patrick's show and i will give you 45 minutes of my time at no cost, no charge, wow. no obligation and we will have a deep talk about this but i just ask a favor if you're coming on this call it should be that you're very seriously looking at this not just like i want to have a conversation with you you know what i'm saying if you're willing to do that then we're good to go
0: very cool man that that is an extremely generous offer and uh, I, I would, I, coming from this space, I'm very familiar with thought leadership and and know the importance of it. If you're a CEO out there, I highly recommend you to reach out to Nikki at ecircleacademy.com forward slash appointment, check it out, have the free conversation. At least you'll be more educated on uh, what the steps would be, whether or not you guys have alignment and decide to work together. But I know that uh, I know that you'll want to. So and Nikki, great to have you on the show, man. This was a fantastic, so many great nuggets. Thank you for being on the show.
1: Brother, God bless you for having me on the show. It was an honor to be here, man. You're cool. a great host. You you bring you you bring it. You bring a lot of energy. You ask good questions. <laughs> Thanks, man. And I'm I'm just tickled pink that we got to do this.
0: Very cool. Awesome, man. Uh and for the audience, please hit the like and subscribe button and help us spread the word about what we're doing. We're helping the next generation of leaders and CEOs be that much more successful. With that, this is your host, Patrick Rogers, and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the High Performance CEO Podcast with your host, Patrick Rogers. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. In the meantime, check out our main website at patrickvrogers.com for much more
1: valuable information and free resources.